0: The
1: following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may
0: appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella.
2: Well, hello there, my friends. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. My name is Steve Tiber. And I'm hanging out with my friend, Mr. Mike Fiala, on this last Saturday in the beautiful month of May. Mike, how are you, my friend? I'm
1: doing great this uh, this uh, holiday weekend, I guess they call it, yes, Memorial Day weekend. Yes. And, uh, I don't think about that. I think every, every weekend that we're up and breathing and serving and loving God, it's a good weekend. <laughs> Amen. It
2: is a good weekend. And we're so thankful that you are uh, joining us this morning. Maybe you're driving down the road. Uh, somewhere in Ohio, or you're listening uh, on the internet in Rhode Island. uh, Coast to coast, over 200 cities today are hearing some God-sized stories from the mission field with eight days of hope. You know, we travel the country, Mike, and -hmm. we help people after natural disasters. We also build safe houses for those rescued from sex trafficking. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the recent natural disaster that happened in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. And this is the fourth one, Mike, in six months
1: unbelievable and the people down there folks as you're listening to this broadcast today and we'll be interviewing a pastor down there um you know really we always say pray volunteer donate but let's hang out on that prayer i mean folks have to be really Mm. you know the fourth time around come on and just just the wind knocked out of their sail four times imagine that
2: You know, maybe you're listening in Tennessee today and you're saying, well, what four storms happened in Louisiana? And because, you know, we deployed this past week uh, because of the recent floods. But let's step back a little bit in time. Late last year, a hurricane came called Delta. But there was a one-two punch. I mean, Mike, within a month... A second hurricane Mm -hmm. hit the same area, Hurricane Delta and Laura, Mm back-to-back, hit the Lake Charles, Baton Rouge, kind of came up uh, through Louisiana. And then in January, a crazy Mm once-in-a-lifetime ice storm hit Texas and Louisiana. And you know, right. down south, I know you live up north, and I but I've lived down south for 20 years. The pipes traditionally are in the attic and traditionally aren't insulated. And so when you have a record freeze like they did in Louisiana, Texas, sure. pipes burst. Mm. And Mike, I've had that happen in Tupelo at our, our house. That is not a pretty sight. Oh, sure. You lived through it once. You, oh, my you gosh. You were on
1: vacation or you were out of town. Yeah. And somebody called you and said that there was water coming out of yeah. your front. It's a horrible experience. So.
2: And so, you know... Two hurricanes, an ice storm, and then about two weeks ago, for a week straight, record amounts of rainfalls hit Louisiana. Mm. And Mike, to, you know, to hear from our friends that we've made over the years in Louisiana, because we've been there many times, we've traveled the country, Texas, Tennessee, Iowa, New York, Florida, Alabama, um, coast to coast. Eight Days of Hope has traveled to help those in need. But to know that we were going to go back again, did break my heart a little bit. Sure. I mean, these families, once again, this is the one, two, three, oh, by the way, here's another punch to your yeah. gut. It, I can't
1: wrap my head around it. My heart just, it 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 legitimately, as I know the listener's heart as you hear this, the same thing will happen. It just sinks. Because you put yourself in that situation. One disaster is enough to turn your life around. Mm. Two is like, oh, I... I, uh, I mean, are you uh, serious, Lord? Right? Really? But three and four i mean that it's just can you breathe anymore that's why they're you know, come out and volunteer. That's all you have to come out and donate. Every single penny will go to help Louisiana and those folks out for the fourth time.
2: Yeah, so let's talk about that. So we are leading volunteers from around the country. I think we have volunteers already from 20-some states that have already said that we're going to come. We are going to be there at least a June 12th, maybe longer. So, you know, for the next two weeks, we will be leading volunteers. We'll be uh, gutting out homes that flooded. Uh, We'll be setting up dehumidifiers and fans to take the moisture out of the house. And then we'll spray it so mold doesn't set in because, Mm -hmm. Mike, mold sets in very quickly uh, with that humidity down there. So we'll be doing that and helping out hundreds of families in the Lake Charles area once again. Once again. We provide food and lodging. It's free. You sleep with us. I mean, we, we get large facilities, gyms and, and and church halls and school buildings and campgrounds. If you have an RV, you can bring it, but it's free. You know, mm-hmm. some ministries, and I respect it, they charge a, some type of a fee for you to, to join their their uh, their ranks. But we, we don't do that. Uh, not knocking those that do, but we don't do that. And we're going to feed you really good, Mike. <laughs> really good. You're laughing, and you looked at my belly when I said that. No, it we,
1: wasn't that. I, but, I, I my, You forgive me. You, you sleep with us. You, I think you need to... Okay, define. all right, all right. All right. To, we provide just, the lodging. I'm we just provide, kidding. No, no,
2: no, you're good. We provide the lodging. Thank you. Oh, I love accountability. We provide the lodging and the food. And Mike, you will not go on an eight days of hope trip and come home thinner. Sure. Because <laughs> we, right. we, we feed you really, really yeah. good.
1: Well, that's why I'm making a little light of it with that with, yeah. with that joke there, because sure. there's so much need there. And it is exciting. If you can... you, you you can release yourself from your duties at home, your job, and get down there. Everything will be provided. And like you just said, the food is great. The fellowship's great. You get a place to sleep. And you're serving and loving people. You'll be rewarded. Yeah. And, really- and you
2: meet people from around the country. You know, every morning we start out with um, – um, A short devotion, I don't know, seven, 10-minute devotion. We sing a song or two of worship, and we pray, and then we go and serve. And then we end the day the same way. But Mm -hmm. what we do, Mike, is the families we serve, we invite them back for dinner. Yes. And we give them a chance to kind of share their story. And that's part of their therapy. Um, I mean, think about it. It's sometimes, especially, I want to be careful here, but especially some people that are older and maybe don't have a lot of family around them. That's right. And they just want to talk. Mm-hmm. And we give them the chance to talk, and, and usually, you know, there's a lot of Kleenex boxes because <laughs> the volunteers and, and the families we're serving it gets emotional. But sure. Mike, those nights are special.
1: Oh yeah, and then
2: they're 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 good for the for the both of us. I mean, the like you said, the homeowner
1: gets a chance to come out and talk, but as a volunteer, you see. The effect that you've had on people's lives, right. much further beyond, you know, swinging a hammer or putting some, some, putting some drywall up. Yeah, it's very, very rewarding. You can only get it as you do stuff like that.
2: So, eight days of hope. We're in our 16th year of existence. We have 181 volunteer leaders represent 11 different denominations. we got a whopping five people that serve as our staff. Our national headquarters is based in Tupelo, Mississippi, our Northeast satellite in Buffalo, New York. And we just opened up late last year, Mike, our Midwest satellite in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And so we have equipment and people and leaders ready to go on a moment's notice to three different disasters to build safe houses for those rescued from sex trafficking and so much more. And right now, regardless if you live in Pennsylvania, or if you live in Missouri, or if you live in Georgia, we have some opportunities that you can serve people as we see the light at the end of the tunnel due to this pandemic. Mm. Some of us are itching to get out to serve those in need. So get your pens and paper. Let's start out with, with, with Louisiana. We're going to be in Lake Charles, Louisiana, serving these flood victims until June 12th, bare minimum. We might extend that. Uh, For more information, go to the website 8 Read the FAQs, Frequently Asked Questions, and we'll give you the details of what a typical day looks like, um, what you can bring, what you can't bring. I'm sorry, no pets. I don't know why that came out but it did because I think about, you know, people who, you know, want to travel. Sure, we love yeah. pets, but a disaster site. There's, there's a right. lot of things going on. <laughs> yeah. Disaster site. So that's going on till June 12th. We might extend that. Later this summer, we just announced this past week, Mike, actually yesterday, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at a press conference at our Northeast satellite that we're going to be working with 60-70 churches in upstate New York and we're going to help families in need with free home repairs. Okay. Uh, a bank up in the Northeast Key Bank. Uh, They are coming alongside us, along with many businesses, churches, individuals, and that date is July 17th through the 24th. 24th, Same thing. Read the FAQs. You can volunteer online, Mm family-friendly. Bring the five-year-old, bring the three-year-old, bring the Uh, 12-year-old. If you're skilled, if you're a contractor, handyman, handywoman- you know how to do roofing, painting, landscaping. Um, go to the website, 8 and that's July 17th to the July 24th. So that's for our northeastern friends. But you can come from California. We'll we'll, we'll take we'll you. Ha- we'll put
1: you in the house. Come and, on, man. And
2: house you and feed you and Give you some you chicken wings, right? Yeah, there we'll you give go. Give you some of those buffalo chicken wings. <laughs> and then um, June 15th, which is just a couple weeks away, we're hoping to announce an effort in outreach in August in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, a year ago, Mike, a derecho came through and knocked over thirty-five thousand trees. Mm-hmm. Think about that.
1: Explain a little bit of what a derecho is, though. That, that's he, something that not you
2: just I, want to say that word. You I, and I had such a hard time with the word. I don't even over saying it right. We both believe we are now. But a derecho <laughs> is essence an inland hurricane, straight line winds, thirty-five thousand trees, every home in Cedar Rapids, yes. Iowa. It didn't matter if you lived in the North Quad, the South Quad, Southeast. There's four quads in Cedar Rapids mm-hmm. and our Midwest satellite. Every home had a tree or a shingle or a roof blow off. It was crazy. And that was a year ago in August. On June 15th or right around there, we plan on announcing something in August where volunteers that are, are gifted with Uh, skills of of chainsaws, maybe a little roofing, something like that. Uh, Details are still coming together, but we have something coming in the Midwest. And in September, Mike, Mm -hmm. we have some plans to go to South Dakota to build a safe house for those rescued from sex trafficking. It's Mm. the fastest growing crime in the world. And there's an amazing organization called Call to Freedom in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and we'll be partnering with them for a couple weeks in September. That's a little
1: different outreach than the others. Explain a little bit about what we do, um, what kind of skill level is needed to be there, and, and how we partner with them.
2: Yeah, so safe houses um, are important. There's only, gosh, uh, 1,200, 1,300, 1,400 places for those rescued from sex trafficking uh, to, to have a room where they can lay their head down on a bed, shut the door, and know that they're safe. Sure. And so what we do is we travel the country with skilled volunteers and we help uh, these facilities renovate, build a remodel facility to provide hope to those rescued from trafficking. Mm-hmm. We've done six of them. You know, okay. we did the refuge. We helped the refuge in Austin, Texas. Sure. We helped Elijah Rising in Houston, in Houston, Texas. Um, PATH, People Against Trafficking Humans and uh, People Against Trafficking Humans up in Buffalo, New York, upstate New York. Uh, we went to Indianapolis and partnered mm-hmm. with Frank and Linda Wright. Frank yes. head coach of the Colts. Linda, an amazing bride of his who's so talented. They've started a ministry called Not Today, K N O T, not and we built their seventeen thousand square foot facility. Sure. And we just finished recently, Mike, a, a place in northeast Mississippi. And so, you know, God's called us right. to help ministries serving those mm-hmm. who've been rescued from trafficking
1: so so the volunteer process is just a little different you have to fill out what is it, uh, uh, it's not really an application or is it c- considered that
2: yeah it is an application so we have we just added our fifth our fifth staff member Hannah Fletcher she is our safe house ministry director and she uh, in her first week mm. she designed a simple but thorough application that is on our website okay. and so if you're a ministry uh, and you're already in that lane, providing hope to those feeling hopeless, people who've been rescued from trafficking, uh, go to the website, 8dayshope.com, and learn more on how your ministry can receive help from 8 Days of Hope. But on those trips, Mike, we take skilled volunteers. So if you're a, if you're a handy woman, if you're a plumber, a painter, you know how to put flooring down, uh, if you know how to do drywall, we need you. Email us at safehouse at 8 and we'll let you know whenever we go anywhere around the country.
1: Awesome, awesome! Something you want to get involved in. Something that's so necessary, like you say, it's a, it, it's a, it's a horrible situation. But it's it, yeah. there's hope. There's hope. There is hope.
2: There, there is hope. You know, it's it's not a fun thing to talk about, right. but. Um, and you know what the last segment today after we we, we're going to get with our guest here in a minute uh, maybe we can talk a little bit more about the trafficking side of the ministry of Eight Days of Hope hey when we come back we are going to talk to Braylon Harris Braylon is the pastor the lead pastor of Mount Olive Baptist Church down in Lake Charles Louisiana they're our home base Mike that's where we're setting up shop for about 18 days and they have allowed their campus to be transformed to an Eight Days of Hope (laughs) campus and uh, he's an amazing man he's passionate about Jesus sure, and he's right are the front lines of this recent disaster mm-hmm. down in Lake Charles. We'll be talking to Braylon Harris. Hey, my name is Steve Tiber. We're hanging out with Mike Fiala. Thank you for joining us. Welcome. We're so glad that you're here listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, and when we come back, we're talking to Braylon Harris from Mount Olive Baptist Church about how you can pray and possibly volunteer to help those in need from the recent floods. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope.
0: Eight Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products at Provia.com. P-R-O-V-I-A.com.
2: At Eight Days of Hope, we're going to partner with an existing ministry. And for 14 days, we'll bring skilled volunteer professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel facility so that more can be rescued and receive the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. For more information on how you can get involved with our Safe House Construction Ministry, please email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or go to our website, 8daysofhope.com.
3: But the times I've called your name some broken night,
0: and you showed up and patched me up like.
2: Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber and Mike Fiala listening to David Crowder, good God almighty. Mm. And Mike, with all that Louisiana has gone through the last six months, I mean, they have got to be bewildered of like, Lord,
0: where are Mm. you?
2: I mean, right now, this community has been hit time and time again. And yet, Mike, here's the good news. The Mm -hmm. church is leading the way. And our guest, I can't wait, Mike. Mm. I've talked to him a couple times. Mike, you're going to love this guy. He's a pastor in Lake Charles, Louisiana, at Mount Olive Baptist Church. And that is our headquarters for the next, what, two weeks as we serve families in need. And Braylon Harris, welcome to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Good morning, my friend. How are you?
3: Oh, man, doing incredibly, incredibly well. Thanks to the grace of God, man. We're grateful.
2: Braylon, um, you're an amazing man, and we want you to be able to tell some of the stories of what's going on in Louisiana today with the recent floods. We'll talk about the, the disasters that continue to hit that region. But brother, um, I know that you are married. I believe you have a family, maybe an extended family. But why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, where maybe you were born and raised, and what got you to the point of being the pastor at Mount Olive Baptist Church in Lake Charles?
3: No, I, absolutely. I was born in Muskogee, Oklahoma, so I'm an Okie Woo! from Muskogee. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. There, there you go. go. Love it. Soldiers, right? yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm an Okie from Muskogee. My mom and dad uh, migrated up that way. My dad was in um, uh, electrical power and production, so worked at Oklahoma Gas and Electric for uh, many years, uh, and then uh, decided he wanted to come back closer to home. This is home for uh, my mom and dad here in southwest Louisiana, and so migrated back. I graduated from uh high school in a little bitty country town called De Quincy, Louisiana, man. Oh, yes. Um yeah. and so it used to be a two-horse town, but one of the horses died, and so it's a one-horse <laughs> town now. <man>. And uh, <laughs> and so a uh, great place, a uh, great place to be reared and raised, man. I'm a small-town country boy, and I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Uh, left there, and believe it or not, went to college in uh, in in New Orleans, and so went from a little small country town to man of Metroplex, and so uh, it was quite an experience. While I was there, Katrina hit, uh, and so I had to evacuate for Katrina. I evacuated back to Lake Charles, and, and a few weeks later, Rita hit, and so uh, so my sophomore year in college um, was a a precursor. Uh, to these double-headers. Uh, very few people got both Katrina and Rita. I was one of the few uh, that was chosen to endure both. Uh, but, you know, it, it's very interesting. It's, 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 there's moments in life where you say all that was about this. And so uh, I'm able to kind of give some advice and stir, uh, stir, the, stir the spirits of individuals in this moment because of what I experienced in that moment of, it, of being in the middle of my college career, two hurricanes in one semester, still, uh, still finished the semester, passed all my classes because I went to two different universities. Uh, that year, and uh, still finished up, finished in four years, and did fairly well. And so I I know what God can do in spite of a great challenge. (laughs) I graduated from college, uh, went to work for that same university here at Lake Charles McNeese State University as a recruiter. Um, And an admissions counselor here uh, went on to become the director of Upward Bound, uh, which is a federally funded TRIO program to help individuals from uh, lower socioeconomic conditions to be able to have a pathway into college, did that. Uh, was there at the university for about 10 years, went forward and started a mentoring program that mentored about 100 young men here in southwest Louisiana. And somewhere in that period of time, uh, I, I got married to the love of my life, the eagle of my eye, the essence of violation, uh, Ms. Jasmine. And we've got four beautiful children, Sydney and Zion, Israel, and Aubrey. Um, and they are uh, 10, 7, 6, and we'll be three on tomorrow. Dude, (laughs) all right. (laughs) You are one busy man. I've got a crew, man, i got a crew, and I love every minute of it. And so uh, Mount Island Baptist Church has just been such a blessing. Uh, this year makes 10 years of pastoring this church. I started pastoring when I was 25, believe it or not, uh, and so I've, I'm going on 36, and so I've been pastoring here for about 10 years, and it's just been um, it's been an incredible, incredible journey uh, leading God's people. And of course, uh, in moments like these, it, it just um, deepens your faith. And and the the bonds uh, the bonds that uh, exist, so we're we're grateful. God's been good.
1: Well, Steve, what I'm hearing here is I know God. I I come from a pastor's background here too. I, I know God prepares you for ministry, but but you know all the disasters and the different places that that you've been pastor have you know prepared you for for disaster relief ministry in the midst, midst of ministry it's just amazing how many things that you've been through to get to where you are today so how how is the atmosphere in, in your church and, and the the extra responsibility that you have now with i mean people have to be just down and and, and devastated in, in certain situations how are you handling that? i tell that? you
3: it, it was it was it was absolutely, uh, it was visible uh it it was observable on Sunday morning uh with our members sitting in the pews okay. um, and we're not in our pews we're we're in an alternative location we're in our fellowship hall because our sanctuary is devastated right now uh mm. from the from the two hurricanes we finally got a roof on it but it's totally gutted um and so we're in our fellowship hall right now and i mean you could see it on the faces of the people on Sunday uh, that this is heavy. This is really, really heavy. Uh, and we've got a church of uh, incredible faith. You know, um, one of our mottos here is sacrificial obedience, achieve results. And so we are big about sacrificing. We're big even about the struggle and suffering and, and how that incur, uh, it develops our faith. Uh, and deepens our relationship with God, and so these, we're 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 not uh, we're not uh, strangers to struggle. We're not strangers to strangers to journeys of faith. Uh, but I can see even of what I call the eagles of the nest here at Mount Island, man. I can see that they needed some fresh wind at the, mm-hmm. in the sails, brother. And uh, we've got an incredible worship team here, man. And we just gave them a little extra, a uh, little extra rope to go a little farther, <laughs> oh, and push, push us all up a little higher, man. I you know myself even myself, you know, came in low on Sunday, but through the worship and the word that was presented, man, just came out so high. It came out so strong. Mm -hmm. And and so did our people. You know, it's such a time where you realize the uh, dependence we have on worship and words, man, um, that it truly is the thing that lifts our souls and, and encourages and strengthens us from day to day, right? Uh, and of course, we celebrated communion on Sunday. Every fourth Sunday, we celebrate communion and we sing this little song you know, the blood will never lose its power. It gives yeah. us power Amen. and strength from day to day. Uh-huh. Uh, and surely, uh, we're experiencing that here uh, as a ministry, experiencing mm-hmm. that here as a church at a very, very tough time. I mean, you had individuals uh, who had, as recently as that weekend, uh, just moved back into their home. Uh, and on Monday morning by noon, oh, wow. their homes had two or three foot, uh, two to four foot of water inside of them, and they had just moved everything back in. Uh, you, you had individuals who had moved everything out of their house into a storage pod in the garage, or, or or a storage pod that was parked there in the driveway, and everything they were able to save from the hurricane was flooded out uh, in the garage or flooded out in their storage unit and so it it is a very very heavy moment uh, but with God you know all things are possible and he doesn't tell us how he's gonna do it but he makes all things do and I mm-hmm. think he's working on it. So.
2: Mm. Talking to Braylon Harris, he's the lead pastor at Mount Olive Baptist Church in Lake Charles, Louisiana And if you're driving down the road and you just stumbled on this station, thank you for joining us. You're listening to Hope Rains. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. I'm Steve Tiber, along with co-host Mike Fiella. We we try to share God-sized stories from the mission field. And Brother Braylon, the last six months, I mean, let's just step back in time for a little bit. If there's a listener today listening in Minnesota or New York or down in Alabama— you know, they, they might have remembered one, maybe two, but most people in America don't realize that your area of Louisiana, Lake Charles, you saw four disasters in about a six-month span. You had two hurricanes, Hurricane Delta and Hurricane Laura, you know, in the same area. I mean, that's never happened before. Within 30 days, two hurricanes. And then earlier this year, you know, Texas, Louisiana had a record ice freeze where people's homes that uh, had pipes, they were bursting left and right. You kind of worked through that one. And then you get a week, 10 days of rainfall that your area has not seen in over 100 years. Record amounts of rain. And, you know, Mike and I were talking earlier before, you know, you joined us. This is not just the one, two, three punch to the gut. This is back to back to back to back, never ending. I mean, do you ever feel, brother, I mean, you're right there. You're leading the charge to try to bring hope to those feeling hopeless. But you and your family, you're in the middle of it as well. What's going through your mind as you're navigating these last six months?
3: You know, it it absolutely. Uh for a matter of fact, I was sharing with someone on the Zoom the other day, it just seems like one event now. You know, it, it just seems like a non ending single event. <laughs> at this point, it's wow. just like you're caught yep. in a vortex of some sort. You know, uh it, it's almost as if you you know, um you know, as far as meteorologists they say, Well it was four events, but it's like the first one has just not ended. Uh so it's just mm-hmm. like waves of the same storm at this point. Um and, and listen, when you when you your hurricane is named Delta. You know it's been a rough season, oh, right? Yeah. When they've run out of names yeah. and go to alphabet, yeah. you know, you know, uh, one of your storms is named Delta. You know something is wrong. Uh, so it's been an extremely rough season uh, for us, you know. And and then of course the freeze came. You know, Southwest Louisiana by any means is not prepared for cold weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, not it's not just our food that's hot. Our weather is normally hot here. Our summers are <laughs> uh, our winters are extremely Extremely mild here. Uh, and to get a deep freeze uh, here, I mean, pipes were, I mean, our water systems here were down for a, a week or more oh because they just did not have, because, I mean, people didn't have water, they didn't have light. Wow. Uh, all of those things were frozen from a municipal and governmental standpoint. So it was just uh, absolutely crazy. We we worked closely uh, with uh, with our local government. Uh, we housed uh, in various hotels and things along those lines, and fed and, and gave water. I mean, to hundreds of individuals who were homeless uh, or uh, who were who were long term homeless and then made homeless by that particular instance. So we were definitely involved in that. Um, during the hurricanes, our church uh, man, I, listen. I don't know how many people we fed. Uh, we worked with our local uh, health health center here inside the community, and and, and gave them our uh, you know gave them our barbecue pit and was there to, you know <laughs> yeah. work the lines of giving out supplies and everything. Mm-hmm. And so we did that. You know, and, and so and now we're, we're housing eight days of hope here in the one building that's operable on our campus oh, out of five. Uh, and, we, and listen, we, we just love it. And and you said, what's the mindset? The mindset is this. Um, I, I was humbly selected as one of the thriving 30s in southwest Louisiana, yeah. 30-something in southwest Louisiana. And they asked the same question uh, when they interviewed me for that for that honor. And, and I simply said, I've, I've come to the point. Where, you know, my I've just trusting what my dad said. If you take care of God's business, he'll take care of yours. Mm-hmm. Uh and so I've thrown myself completely uh into just God, what do you want done? And I'll go do that and Lord, you know you know my house is, is, is gutted and studded out and half of it is completely torn down. You have let. I'm going to handle this. And just this morning, just as a testimony, you know, uh, just this morning, I got a text from my contractor on my house that says hey, the material are finally in. We've got enough to get started. Oh, uh, praise, and, God. And praise God. Admittedly, that's something sure. I have not thought about sure. recently. I've just kind of put that on the back burner and, and been full-fledged on you know, making other people comfortable in our facilities, getting them into community. And it's true that if you will handle God's business, God will handle yours. And mm. and, and we've just really relied on that and trusted in that. And, and, man, I tell you, God's been faithful. God's been faithful.
2: You know, we always tell the listeners, Raylan, um, you know, there's three things you can do. There's one thing we all can do. Now, if you're driving down the road and you're listening on the radio, don't close your eyes when we ask you to pray. I, I, <laughs> I almost did that the other day. Someone said we well, pray for me. I'm like, whoa, Steve, keep your eyes open on this one. But hey, you can pray. You know, we're talking to Braylon Harris. He's the pastor of Mount Olive Baptist Church in Lake Charles. Eight Days of Hope is partnering with Mount Olive Baptist Church over the next two weeks as volunteers are going to be coming in from around the country, and we're going to be serving families after the recent floods in Lake Charles. So, first of all, you can pray. You can pray for Braylon. You can pray for his family. You can pray for the staff. You can pray for the congregation. Mm-hmm. You can pray for the leaders of Eight Days of Hope, the volunteers, travel mercies, the financial resources needed to do something like this. So, Mike, you know, man, you've been a pastor for, you know, decades. Sure. It all starts with prayer.
1: It does. And, and, and folks, like Steve had just said, everyone can do that. But I'm going to ask that you do this even now. Stop and pray for this. Family. I mean, I'm thinking of, you know, Pastor Harris here and four children and and a wife and then a congregation Mm. and a whole community. He's still serving with his head. Forgive me the 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 pun here. Above water, yeah. (laughs) No, just keeping his head up (laughs) and his eyes focused on Jesus. And but you know, strength comes from somebody praying. If you're over from in New York and you're listening, and you're you're down in Florida, you're listening. Just band together now. If you're with your your husband or your wife, stop and just pray, pray for this family. Pray, and pray, pray.
2: Volunteer. I mean, we, there's plenty of room. Come down and volunteer. We'll pick you up at the airport if you fly in. Uh, we're going to give you a safe place to sleep. We've got a a, a shower trailer, Mike, that we had That's a repair. It. I heard about a repair yesterday. I'm like, <laughs> come on. But but we have hot water in our shower trailer. Hot Praise water. God, right? Thank God for that. And we're going to feed you really good. I'm telling you, I've traveled a country. I've traveled to 48 states, Mike. I haven't been to South Dakota sure. and Alaska. That's going to change in September, right? Yes, it will. With, with our safe house for those rescued from trafficking in Sioux Falls. but But, but um, uh, volunteer, come serve with us. But you will not find better food than you will in Louisiana. I promise you.
1: Oh, my, my, I, my. I, ho-
2: I hope your belt has an extra loop, Mike, because if you go down <laughs> there, brother, because I've seen you eat, yeah. Mike. You, know, I, you you go to
1: town sometimes. And in Louisiana, I eat double. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Twice Pre- as much.
2: Pray, volunteer, and lastly, donate. Go to 8daysofhope.com, make a donation. And we, we promise you, if you donate in the next 12 days, we will find a way to make sure every penny donated, every penny will be used on the outreach or to support those in need in Lake Charles uh, as our fixed costs are covered by our partners. Brandon, we're going to go to break, but before we go to break, just very quickly. Um, so the volunteers are there. They're setting up. They're, they're going out and visiting the families. What goes through your mind when you see people you've never met, They show up and they say, we're here to serve. What are you thinking as a pastor and as a resident in Lake Charles?
3: No, it it is incredibly important. I I had an opportunity to speak to another group that came in, uh, and I said this. I said, you guys don't realize you guys are molecules of miracles. Uh, and, 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 and I use the the example of, you know, you, we always talk about, you know, the water that turned the wine, the, you know, uh, the water that stood up so the children of Israel could go forward, the, the man that, you know, was lame and gets up and and he's, and he's able to walk. But we forget about how every atom within that particular instant had to cooperate with the Word of God, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, how every molecule in the water had to stand up on top of each other in order for that, in order for that, uh, in order for the seed to stand up you know every muscle uh, molecule in that man's muscle had to respond to the word of god in order for his legs to strength and when I see individuals coming into Southwest Louisiana, I just see the molecules of the miracle coming together um that God is saying, God has spoken that we will be restored, God has spoken that we would be repaired uh and just what happened inside of the sea, what happens inside of the uh the the tubs of water, what happens inside of the man's legs, those little molecules start reacting and start responding to the Word of God and before you know it. Oh. Uh, what God has de- declared uh, becomes a reality. And so we see each person that comes to Southwest Louisiana as one molecule in the major miracle that God is going uh, to perform right here in Southwest uh, Louisiana. I love it.
2: I love it. I love awesome. it. Talking to Braylon Harris, pastor of Mount Olive Baptist Church, Eight Days of Hope today is in Lake Charles, Louisiana. We'll be there for at least two more weeks serving families in need. Pray, volunteer, donate. All the information's on our website. Follow uh, what God is doing on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Hey, we gotta go for a break. When we come back, we're gonna talk just for a couple more minutes with Braylon, and I'm gonna throw him a little bit curveball because something's gonna happen on Sunday at his church that might has never happened before. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll find out when we come back. You're listening to Hope Rains. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope.
0: Eight Days of Hope thanks Provia for their support. Provia is a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia combines automation with human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More information about the variety of products is available at Provia.com. That's P R O V I A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of 8 Days of Hope.
2: 8 Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the past 15 years, over 40,000 volunteers have served over 7,000 families after natural disasters. We've also renovated and rebuilt facilities to bring hope and healing to those rescued from sex trafficking. At 8 Days of Hope, we travel coast to coast in the name of Jesus to minister to the brokenhearted. For more information, as always, please visit our website, 8daysofhope.com.
0: Eight Days of Hope is now located in three different areas around the country.
2: Our national headquarters is located in Tupelo, Mississippi. Our Northeast satellite is in Buffalo, New York, and our Midwest satellite just opened up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. God has provided three facilities for us to respond on a moment's notice to love and serve those in need. We would love to add additional monthly partners as we continue to grow. If you're interested in supporting 8 Days of Hope, please click on the Donate tab on our website at 8daysofhope.com.
0: Please consider supporting 8 Days of Hope today.
3: Maybe midnight or midday. Never early, never late, he gon' stand by what he claimed, lived enough life to save. I heard your heart, I see your pain, out in the dark, out in the rain, feel so alone, feel so afraid, I heard you pray, in Jesus' name.
0: It may be midnight or midday, it's never
2: Welcome back to Hope Rains, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella listening to a little Toby Mac. Help is on the way. Well, oh, yes, Help is. is in Lake Charles, and they're at Mount Olive Baptist Church, Mike.
1: And... Um, Full steam ahead. They yeah. they
2: they are. I tell you what, I love Toby Mac. I mean he's mm. he's he's a little bit younger than me. I'm sixty now. I'm not gonna tell his age. I mean you can Google and find out. <laughs> but that dude can still move and he can still bring it, my he and is the, one of the best music artists out there right now.
1: Absolutely. And the thing to think that what he personally has oh, gone I through know. um with about a year ago. Yeah, and about eighteen months some ago tragedies in his life yes. and, and, and he's and he's rising above it. Yeah. Uh and and we had mentioned earlier with um with our our guest our pastor here, that it's it's centered around worship, yeah, it's centered around Amen. music, and it just lifts you up. Amen. So he's a great artist,
2: and we've had a chance to work with Toby, you and I, and he is such a great sure. guy. Oh, yeah. real quick, Toby Mac story: he was performing at Kingdom Bound in New York, and he's a great golfer. People don't realize. I think he was either a scratcher, one or two golfer. Oh, wow! And he had to go on at nine thirty. He was the a act, the final act at Kingdom Bound, and it's the stage that you know I help lead. And mm-hmm. um, his manager comes up says, Steve. Toby's still playing golf. I'm like, dude, he goes on like in 45 minutes. Are you, you kidding me? <laughs> I, I remember yeah, this. Yeah, and so long story short, uh, he says, hey, because uh, we had a meet and greet. People were going to meet him and spend some time with him backstage. And the manager said, hey, Steve, you got to really move him through that line because Toby will just want to talk. I'm like, you want Toby to get mad at me? He goes, no, no, no. I don't want the people to get mad at Anyways, but Toby was great, and yeah. um, he is just a great guy. And you're right. About 15 months ago, lost his oldest son and sure. um, just – Watching him and his wife, who's originally from Jamaica, and their family rebound and lean on the Lord during a tough, tough time. Yeah. Yeah. But um, love love Toby Mac. Help is on the way is the name of that song. Hey, we're talking to Braylon Harris. He's the pastor at Mount Olive Baptist Church in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Eight Days of Hope is there right now helping out families after the recent floods. Braylon, um, you and I know that your church predominantly is an African-American church. And, and you and I were just talking in between the break that this Sunday, your church service is going to be very diverse, probably looking like heaven will look one day, right? Not one ethnic (laughs) background. But as the pastor bringing the word Sunday, um, how excited are you for Sunday? And tell the listeners a little bit about about the body of Christ coming together that normally maybe doesn't worship together.
3: No, it's absolutely essential. Uh, It's something that is is definitely uh, essential at this juncture uh, in our country, in our nation, in Southwest Louisiana. There's nothing like disaster, there's nothing like tragedy uh, that brings us together. Uh, I say it all the time, the the issue is we get, you know, we we have short-term memory, man. We've got to learn how to hold Mm. on to those moments, to hold on to that compassion, to hold on to that love, to hold on to that commandment, right, that we would do this thing together, that the world would know that He sent us, that we would become one. And so, you know, I'm Thoroughly so really excited! Uh, I've had the opportunity to to preach in many diverse settings. Uh, just two <laughs> weeks ago, we were able to uh, serve. For a matter of fact, the first night, the very the, the, the leadership team of Eight Days of Hope came in. They stayed at First Baptist Westlake for us, uh, and we just had a joint service with them, which is a predominantly white church, and we're Ooh, predominantly black church. Uh, and man, we had a blast! So much so wow. that we almost were tempted just to do it the next Sunday again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It took do it. everything it took everything but to go back to our churches, man. It was but we already have planned another one, uh, coming up here in a few weeks and actually we we're planning to do one while Eight Days of Hope is in town. And so, uh, we, listen, it's gonna be incredible. We're gonna have an incredible time on this coming Sunday. We plan to especially listen, I have not been prayed for more as a pastor. Hey, listen, if you're out oh, yes. there, you're pastoring uh, and 8 Days of Hope asks you to come to your church, just bring them so they can pray for you. <laughs> you know I mean, every time I turn a corner, somebody grabs me and say, come on, Pastor, let's pray. Let's I mean, pray, right, for I that. pray I mean, I've not been prayed for more uh, in three days than I have. The first three days of 8 Days of Hope is here, so we're going to bring that. I'm going to encourage uh, individuals to yoke up with individuals in the middle of service and just pray for one another, uh, and, and man, listen, we're going to take pictures of that, we're going to video that, and we're going to tell the world, this is what church looks like this is what the kingdom of god sure
1: so can we say and i'll agree the three of us on this on this call today disaster brings us a glimpse of heaven unity absolutely it brings us something that so close to god's heart and i like what you said pastor that we're going to do this again not not the disaster part we don't want number five and number six but we want we want the body of christ to come together that that's this is so awesome
2: you know, a lot of times, Braylon, as I travel the country, you know, the, the, the one of the most, you know, as the, and, and I use this with a small letter F, not the big F, is the founder of AD's Hope. people say, I've been asked many, many times, why do you think God allows disasters? Well, why doesn't, you know, if God loves us, why didn't he just stop that hurricane? You know, if, if God really knows what my family and mm. I, you know, we're going through cancer right now, I lost my job, and then a tornado blows off my roof. How do you coach and, and, and speak into the families in your congregation, in your community that's seen four disasters in a row after six over six months, that God does love them, and he's got a plan for them. Tell the listeners a little bit uh, how you as a pastor handles those type of questions.
3: Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's really unique that you would bring it up. So Sunday, of course, was Pentecost Sunday, uh, and of course, we went to, to Romans, and we talked about how the Spirit of God dwells within us uh, to be a witness that we are the children of God, mm-hmm. right? And, and disaster brings, uh, creates, um, crisis creates a court within our hearts, right, where where Satan, the accuser of the brethren, says, is God who he really says he is? Does he love you the way he, the, he says he loves you? Are you really his child? And there begins this court session in the, in the corridors of our hearts and our minds of, uh, you know, are we really who God says he but we are, and, and is you who he says he is? But God says to us that he sent forth an expert witness uh, within our hearts to testify at that court uh that we have within the corridors of our minds that we are the children of God. Then if we are the children of God, there are some things that are true. He will protect, he will provide. Uh, he does have a plan and he will be present with us. And mm. so uh mm. that's what we shared on Sunday and, and that's what we continue to share with, with ours that that God has a perfect will, but he also has a permissive will. His perfect will lines up with his perfect plan. Uh and his permissive will it, it is allowed because he knows he's got the power to use it for his good. Uh, and so we see these thorns, we see these trials, uh, and we know that God has the strength, he has the power, he has the ability uh, to make them work together for our good. There are people uh, who've been needing the wall painted, who will get fresh paint in their houses, to, uh, you know, because of this. Uh, there's people who needed new cars that just got flooded out, will get new cars because of this. There are people who needed to see the kingdom of God come together and unify, and they'll get to see it because of this. God allows devastation. He allows trials and tribulations. One, because they cannot compare to the glory that He's going to reveal uh, in the end because He has the power uh, to use them for our good. Wow.
2: Brother Mike, do you want to just keep going? I think Mike and I are going to take a break and just listen to you uh, continue to share God's truth. We're being ministered to. The Thank you for joining us on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We're in Louisiana right now helping out families in need after the recent flooding. We're talking to Braylon Harris, the lead pastor of Mount Olive Baptist Church. Uh, we're going to close maybe with, with a quick question, um, Pastor. Somebody's listening today, and they're driving down, you know, the roads in Kansas City, Kansas, or the Wisconsin, or or Alabama, you know, wherever it is across the country, and they've never been on a missions trip, and, and maybe they can't come to serve. Your community over the next two weeks with Eight Days of Hope. But just encourage somebody who's never been on a missions trip why it's important to leave the comforts of your own home to be a glimpse of Jesus to those who don't know Jesus. Just encourage a listener to find an organization. It doesn't have to be Eight Days of Hope, it could be Samaritan's Purse, it could be, uh, you know, Hand of Hope, it could be, uh, you know, one of these other great organizations, Mercy Chefs. But encourage the listeners why they should not just speak about Jesus, but to live Jesus out with their actions?
3: You know, listen, I've had the opportunity to travel, uh, do mission trips abroad. One of my favorite ones is over to Haiti, I usually go every other year or so, and there is no experience uh, that matches the experience that you will have with your faith on a mission trip. Um, it is something that is absolutely, I believe, uh, should almost be mandatory, right? You should, we are commanded to do these things: to go out uh, and be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ, to be able to meet the needs of those who so desperately need it. You know, uh, here's the beauty of it: is that God is merciful to those that are merciful; uh, yeah, that, that He that He 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 forgives those who are forgiven. He so so when we think about this idea that that God is merciful, merciful to those who are merciful, that, that he is gracious to those who are gracious. That, that this is your moment to seed grace and mercy into your future, to seed grace and mercy into 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 what things that that you have no idea that may even be to come. Uh, and so, what a great opportunity it is to to plant that seed of grace in your in your life, to plant that seed of mercy in your life, to plant that seed of sacrifice, to sacrifice and come and serve. Uh, I've seen it turn turn right back around and be blessed in my own personal. life life. And so do know that, yes, you're going to be a blessing to others, uh, but man, heaven keeps great records heaven keeps a great record. Uh, and listen, God, God owes no man. Uh, and so if you make the sacrifice to come and serve and give and love on people, I'm telling you, uh, before you even know it, but right when you need it, the individual will be coming to serve and bless and love on you when you need it most. Uh, and then you'll be able to say, man, I see how this works. And then when you realize, it's just like giving, right? When you realize it works, when you try the 10%, you and see what God God does with that you say well let me give him 20
2: come on and
3: come and give him two or three days and watch what he'll do in your life and before you know it you'll be on mission trips two weeks at a time because you'll just love what God does in return amen. and how he blesses your life a- so,
2: so a- amen. amen Mike is lifting both <laughs> hands up in the air as we speak Mike are you getting saved again Mike come uh, on man know, I'm telling you
1: Good once day. this is all over Steve we got to do a road trip I know
2: we we, we got to head down there and meet Braylon and you're right Braylon we We've seen this time and time again. Someone signs up to come and serves two, three days with eight days of hope, and and they're eight days or 14 days or however long. Hey, I guarantee you, if you're out there right now and you're listening to this, you've got two weeks to come join us in Lake Charles, Louisiana. I promise you, if you go down there and you spend multiple days, you're going to run into Braylon. Now, I'm going to ask like the other 48 volunteers. Go ahead and ask him if he needs a prayer, but also knows he has some things he's got to do too. <laughs> People are, st- I love it though. Yes. Uh, but yeah, go to our website 8daysofhope.com. It's free. We'll provide the food and lodging, and if you have an RV, we have a hookup for you. Uh, you're going to eat real good. You're going to you're going to be a part of a Sunday worship service. Probably like you've never have before. Amen. And Mike, you and I have experienced this, sure. where it's been two different ethnic backgrounds—an yes. African American community and a Caucasian white community—they come sure. together. They set aside the because at the end of the day, you know, Sundays are the most segregated time in America. It right. is. I don't care where you live. I don't care mm-hmm. if you're in New York. For the most part, for the right, most part. Right. But I tell you, if you go down to Lake Charles, Louisiana, to Mount Olive Baptist Church. I might have to get on a plane Saturday and sneak down there. <laughs> I'll carry I your mean,
1: baggage. Let's go. I mean, you're a
2: board member <laughs> yeah. of eight days, So we, we sign off on that $1,200 plane ticket. So I can go down there, <laughs> Mike shaking his head. No. Anyways. All right. Uh, Braylon, man, we love you. We are not going to let you go until Mike prays for you. Uh, Mike has been a pastor for decades. He knows what you're going through. Um, for the most part, he's been involved in disasters, but brother, we love you. We love your church. Uh, we love Knowing that God, um, I hate that this disaster happened, but I love that our two two organizations have come together to bring light to those who are feeling like they're living in darkness. And man, I love you. But Mike, let's let's pray for Braylon before we yes. we give him a chance to wrap up.
1: Father, we bring Pastor Braylon, his wife Jasmine, his children ten, seven, six, and three years old tomorrow. Uh, we thank you that this has had an impact on their personal family thank you for the love and the presence of the holy spirit just working in and through them and keeping them bonded together and as the many responsibilities have ramped up with this congregation and with this community that you'll give them favor you'll give them wisdom father thank you for bringing in finances but lord i thank you for using uh pastor burling to to just lead people to christ during this and thank you for the enthusiastic the just the vibrancy the the presence of god in his in his life lord he's ministered to us today and we're not in that situation (laughs) and uh thank you father for a continual blessing and lord just touch this community and just start something i know you're starting something brand new in in this family in his church and in that community that will be a glimpse of heaven in the days to come we thank you in jesus name. Amen.
2: Uh brother Braylon, um, thank you, and I mean it. Thank you. You know, you, you know us from afar, and and we're imperfect. We we, we are not going to do everything exactly perfect. But you know, I think you've sensed by working with the other with the leaders of Eight Days of Hope and some of the volunteers, we're there um, for the right reasons. We want to love and serve families in need and not just you know i mean the greatest sermon i ever heard brother and i know you can bring it based on today's interview i know you can bring it but the greatest sermon i ever heard is the one i saw and in lake charles louisiana people are going to be seeing jesus through mount olive baptist church and 80s of hope over the next couple of weeks and way beyond that through your church but we love you we thank you and uh, look forward to meeting you face to face here soon
3: absolutely can't wait for it come on down i'll make
2: the gumbo Oh, mike's booking two tickets now to saturday night i like that braylon (laughs) god bless you man say hi to the team down there and we'll talk soon
3: absolutely will do be blessed
2: thank you braylon harris the pastor of mount Olive Baptist church our home base to at least june 12th as eight days of hope serves in southwest louisiana serving families in need Mm. wow mike I'm
1: telling you, such a uplifting attitude and spirit on this man. I mean, you hardly uh, his whole his personal house <laughs> is is being redone. Finally, they're gonna they're starting on his church. Mm. They're only using half the building, and yet you you didn't get all that. You got how much he's out in the community. You got how much he's loving on people. You got on how much he's so um, enthusiastically seizing this moment to
2: serve the Lord Jesus and the people in this community. It's just awesome. Very, very uplifting. It is uplifting. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I heard a smile come through his whole conversation. I mean, mm. I know that he was he was laughing, he was smiling. Mike, think about this. I mean, it's hard to fathom. This gentleman has a wife. He has, gosh, he sounded like 38 kids there. He kept <laughs> rattling off names. I know yeah. four. But he's got his own family that's living in the middle of a disaster zone, okay. and he's out serving every single day, every day. and leading mm. families to serve other families, even though many of these families had their own disaster because yep. of this.
1: That's a true pastor's heart. Mm. That's doing just what Amen. Jesus would want a, a, a pastor or a person to do. And, and it's not just... Uh, pastor has an exclusive on this. We all need to get out and have that. But I mean, he's got the extra responsibility of a congregation. And I've heard so many times how he's connected to this uh, person in the community and and this organization in the community. It's working together too.
2: It is working together. And, um, you know, I, I love when different denominations and different ethnic groups and different people from around the country um, maybe they do church a little bit differently, but Mike, I've been to those services that are going to happen like this Sunday. Sure. It's you it's know, exciting. We, we did it at Elam Christian Fellowship two years ago when we did mm-hmm. a Buffalo, New York outreach, and, and you looked out, you know, the Pastor Bronner, Bishop Bronner, asked me to speak for a minute or two, had a chance to pray, and I looked out.
1: Hmm, I know. And I saw heaven. Yep, I know you did.
2: I saw people who normally wouldn't come together on a Sunday mm-hmm. worshiping together. Yes, and Mike, it mm-hmm. changed my life just seeing the smiles on people's faces mm-hmm. as they sang to God in heaven and, and they fellowshiped and they hung out and they hugged. Mm. We need more of that, Mike. We really do.
1: I remember that quite well. And as Pastor Brennan was was talking about that, there was, just, uh, was such an excitement, but there was such a... You know, I'm I'm am a Mr. Fix it guy. I'm I'm mm. I'm saying inside, God, how do we fix this? How do we fix this? Maybe we can challenge um, our our black churches oh. and our white churches purposely, intentionally. Yes. Get together. Uh, if it's a once every six, eight weeks or something, find a church in, in your community that's not like you at all. Get the Mennonite and the Baptist together. Yeah, I love it. I love and, it. And, yeah. And that that's what we've seen at Eight Days of Hope, it. and we're seeing it through disasters. But let's see it by an intentional. Uh, decision to do that in our communities and we will you know steve wouldn't this start uniting our nation
2: oh my gosh the, the
1: division that and <laughs> I, I don't care what color would would, would uh, you know mask no mask know, i mean yeah, all the things right. that divide us right you know.
2: but the one thing the common denominator is jesus absolutely and if we can lean on that common denominator the church can lead our country yes to a new day
1: that's absolutely it church we need to rise up and purpose and intentionally do this reach out Amen. to um the, the different churches and the different ethnic backgrounds it. and everything.
2: Oh, I love gosh, it. Gosh, yes. Uh, we only have a minute. Again, if you want to go down to Louisiana, go to eight days, hope.com donate, please consider donation. You can donate online at eight days, hope.com become a monthly partner. I'll give you a mailing address here in a minute. Uh, we have some events coming up in Buffalo, New York in, um, Uh, In July, July 17th to the 24th, go to our website. Cedar Rapids, Iowa, we'll announce something June uh, 15th for August to help out families. After the Rocho, there'll be more disasters. Sign up for our email alerts. Unfortunately, there will be more disasters. So sign up for our email alerts so whenever God opens up a door for us to go to love and serve someone, you can join us. Um, If you want a mail donation, it's P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi. Three eight eight zero three. Mike, thank you so much, man. I love you, brother. I
1: love being with you. Great and great show today, and or I don't want to say show like it's a it's just great information that has gone out, mm. and hope it's motivated you to 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 get out and love and serve people.
2: I hope so too, Father. Let us be a light this week in a dark world. Use us, Father, no matter where we're at, to be a glimpse of your Son Jesus. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. I want to thank all of our partners our national partners including new point community church in ohio we love you guys thank you so much pastor dwight mason and the team down there they're amazing more information about them go to our website hey we'll talk to you next saturday you've been listening to hope Rains, it's a broadcast of eight days of hope